This is another episode of Pastime Rants. This is Justin. I'm Wes. If you want to give us a follow on Facebook or Twitter uh, at Pastime Rants, we appreciate it. They won't. They won't. <laughs> no. Uh, first of all, no, I mean. I wish you would. But, <laughs> uh, but we got our sports episode. Uh, talk about DK Metcalf trying out for the Olympics. Monster. We, yeah. Talk about the NFL schedule release. Uh, we got some NBA topics to hit on. There's some good stuff in the NBA right now. Yeah. There's some bad stuff, too. That's about it. Huh? There's not a whole lot going on in the sports world right well, now. Well, I mean, the NBA stuff, there's some there's some historical shit going on right now. But we'll get into it. Go. So let's start off. Let's talk about DK Metcalf trying out for the Olympics. That's a scary dude. It's a big man. That's a scary, scary dude. And just decided he was going to go try out for the 100 meter. Yeah, he chased a dude down in the NFL last season and said, I'm fast. Pretty much. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Try tried out for the 100 meter um, at the Olympic trials. Didn't do bad. Nope. I mean, he he was in it. He finished what ninth? He finished last. Yeah, it was like eighth. Whatever last place. I mean, he got eighth. Yeah, but that's not really describing what happened. First of all, if you look at him running with everyone else, it's like he's if running you with don't you. know who DK Metcalf is, you can pick him out of the lineup. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's he, like um, when you were growing up. It was like okay, you remember GI Joes? Mm-hmm. You know how big GI Joes are. Remember He-Man? You know how big He-Man were? It's like you had your He-Man figure playing with your G.I. Joe figures. <laughs> yeah. It's what it looked like. He didn't look like he belonged there at all. I, I, I told my wife, I said, watch this. And she goes, what? So first off, don't want me. But <laughs> second off, I said, just watch this. And she looks, I said, what well, looks strange right there? And she goes, well, that dude's big as fuck. I said, all right, now watch. And they hit the gun. They take off, and he's hanging with them. Yeah. He's right with them. I think the guy that won the, the overall heat or whatever, I think he ran like sub 10, which is insane. Yeah. S- insanely fast to run sub 10 in a hundred meter. I think DK ran like a 10.38 or something. So, I mean, not bad. No, um, he's just like a fraction off of like Olympic level. And he's not built for Olympic sprinting. That's the point is that's the reason why we're talking about it is, I said, now watch the interview at the end. And she's like, okay. And I was like, that guy won. And that guy's an NFL like monster. And mm-hmm. she goes, oh God, like that. And you couldn't really tell the size difference until they interviewed both of them. And DK is towering over he's, that man. He's literally twice as big as him. Yeah. I mean, he is. That I dude, mean, DK's 6'3, 230 or something. It shredded. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just a absolute monster. And the fact that he hung right with him. And the, the sprinter is probably, what, 5'10", 5'11", 140 pounds, 150 pounds. I mean, not a big guy. I was going to say 5'9", 5'10", is what I was going to say. Yeah. He's not huge. He's a runner. He yeah. looks like a runner. DK doesn't look like a runner. He looks like he slays people in gladiatorial combat. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Yeah. Um, it's like a... Slightly smaller version of Francis Ngannou. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I mean, a slightly smaller version of that. The fact that he – like I sent it to you, I was like, put Tyreek Hill in that race. But Ty- he's built. Tyreek Hill is built for that. And I could, told you – He it, could win. 
I told you Anthony Schwartz from Auburn, wide receiver, who has ran like I think he held like a junior record or something. He ran like a ten point zero one in high school. What was the dude? I mean, if, if, if what's to be believed of Bo Jackson, yeah. he could have been an Olympian. Uh, yeah. Like a lot of those, it's showing you how fast these NFL players are. Mm-hmm. It's like they're going against people that their only job is to run fast, like me. Like that's your only job is that when you run, you run fast. And Bo Jackson did that back in the eighties. Yeah, and, and this this is a different athlete nowadays. And he's just and he was thick as shit then. Too. Yes, like that that dude was a weird, weird once in a lifetime person, but he was a big guy too. Imagine if Bo Jackson was around today with like today's training and all that kind of stuff. Imagine if he actually worked out like a normal athlete did, because yeah. supposedly he didn't work out worth a shit. That was the rumor, right? Is that yeah. he didn't really do weight rooms. He mm-hmm. didn't do it. He just wanted to play baseball and go fishing. Really, just a natural freak athlete. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, if you actually got that guy in like today's state of the art training, he might be able to fly. <laughs> he might break gravity or something like that. I don't know, but it, it was it was. What DK Metcalf did was impressive. Very beyond impressive. Very impressive. Because hell, on this we talked about when we. Another were, thing is he he didn't. He's hardly trained. These dudes train year round to run this event. They're trying to get in the Olympics. Yeah, he did this for like a couple months, just because. This is the top of the food chain as far as their sport goes. And the dude walked in and did not embarrass himself. Mm -hmm. Like the guy that was announcing it, like one of the guys calling it was like, he did not embarrass himself. I was like, if you said he embarrassed himself, you go tell him that. Yeah. But no, he didn't. He was right there with him. I mean, you're lucky if because that's a quick death. Mm-hmm. He might just throw you. <laughs> I don't know, but you no, know, it was beyond impressive that he pulled that off with, like you said, very little training. Just that. Man, oh no, that's what I was going to say on this episode. When, when who did he run down the uh, interception? Uh, it was against the Cardinals. Was it? I don't it might have been. Might have been Buda Baker. But that's what he that's his number one thing he did last year was he ran a dude down that got an interception. And we said on this, I said, I bet you he heard the footsteps coming. Yeah, Buda Baker. <laughs> I uh, bet he heard that dude coming like a T-Rex. Oh, for sure. Just like if there was a cup of water close to him, you it would have been rippled. Throw. And it's like DK wants to hunt. He doesn't want to be fed. That was the highlight of last year. Was <laughs> it just, probably was the best highlight just of last running year. this man down. Running him down. Making up incredible ground and not having like an angle on him either that and uh was it derrick hander stiff arming that guy into oblivion oh, that's just normal yeah i know but i like that one <laughs> i like that one um well while we're talking about uh nfl players uh they did have the schedule release this weekend or this past week um and the falcons got it pretty easy maybe like, on paper, it's pretty easy. But you don't ever know what these teams are going to do. First of all, they drew the NFC East, which is the Giants, Redskins. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. Uh, football team. Yep. <laughs> the Red Football Team. That's not their name. <laughs> what? It, no, I renamed them. What are they called? Uh, the Washington What the Fucks? Yes, that's their name. The Giants, uh, you got the football team, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. So that's a pretty solid draw if you don't draw yeah. A division of teams. You can do a lot worse. Um, so let's just run through their Falcon schedule real quick. So they start off with the Eagles at home. It's a winnable game. Good. 
Winnable game. You got to go to at, at Tampa Bay next week. Not week good. two. Then you get the Giants at home. Or no, at the Giants. Then you get good. Washington at home. Good. And you get the Jets at home. Good. Then you get your bye week. Good. Kind of sucks. Bye week's kind of early. Week six. But nobody's beating you that week, so good. Nobody's beating you that week. Then you go to Miami. Winnable, Possibly Winnable good. game. Then you get Carolina at home. Possibly Winnable good. game. Dolphins are better than, than than people give them credit for, though. They yeah. have a shitty quarterback, but they're better than people give them credit for. Then you go to the Saints. Unknown. They don't, they unknown. Don't have, they don't have a quarterback. You don't know what good. the quarterback situation is going to look like. Then you get to go to Dallas. Could be Tough good. game. Could be bad. Just Tough game. Dak will be back. Um, you don't know with that one. Yeah, it's it's a toss-up. He played New England. New England don't scare you anymore. No. Um, then you go to Jacksonville. Okay. It's an easy game. Then you got to play Tampa Bay again. Uh-oh. Tough game. Uh-oh. Then you go to Carolina. Okay. Then you go to San Francisco. Mm. Toss-up. Don't know. It's a long trip. Uh, going to the West Coast. You just don't know what they're, they're going to do. They're a decent team. They're decent. Then you play Detroit. Winnable game. Then you play go to Buffalo. Tough game. They're they're not going to win that one. Tough game. And then you uh, close out the season at home in New Orleans. We're going to Super Bowl. That's set up. <laughs> that's set up for a Jesus. That is really that's easy. a playoff. I mean, y'all should be in the playoffs. If you just halfway if you're halfway confident, yeah, sure. But who are we talking about? I did like the the animated thing you sent me that when you were talking about it, it reminded me with San Francisco is a Shanahan, the offensive him coming up going, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> that's a very inside thing that if you if it would really go over most people's heads, but I was like, that's that's true. So let's see, you got Tampa Bay twice, mm-hmm. Buffalo. We'll, we'll say New Orleans twice. You never know. New Orleans, uh, You're talking about wins or losses. I'm talking about tough games. I don't see New Orleans being tough. You don't know. You, you don't know. It's unknown right now. Drew Brees ain't walking through that door is what I'm saying. But historically, I feel like the Falcon Saints are going to like split the series anyway. It's it's like Alabama. You're probably going to win one. You're probably going to lose one. Yeah, logic goes out the window with those games. Um, and then the 49ers in Dallas. So, you got like six, seven, what I would say, tough games. So, I mean, if you lose all of the tough games, ten and six. It's playoffs. Well, 10 and 7 because we actually added it. There's an extra game this year. That's still playoffs, though. Yeah. Very possibly playoffs. Good. Or 11 and 6. So if they fuck it up, if they fuck it up this year, then I can confidently say that they are trash. Yeah. There is, I mean, it seems like every passing day there's more rumors of Julio Jones getting traded. I don't see how it doesn't happen. Uh, we've already talked about if you're going to do it, it needs to be sooner rather than later. Don't let him get hurt. You're going to let him go until his value is nothing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to trade him, right now is the time to trade him. Get what you can for him. I think they should have done it um, way before now. Yeah. But they haven't. Um, we'll talk about Pittsburgh's schedule, which I think came out as the hardest schedule in the league. Um, which isn't was not good. Um, I don't have high expectations for this year. I haven't looked. I haven't looked at it. Um, you know, Tomlin's yet to have like a losing season, so okay. we'll hang our hats on that, <laughs> and hopefully we can get to like a, I guess nine and eight this season. Um, 
it's going to be brutal. So they open up with going to Buffalo, tough game. Uh, then they play Las Vegas. Yeah, you not, don't know. Not you don't, horrible. You don't know. Play Cincinnati. <laughs> don't get Joe Burrow, but they should still win that game. Yeah. Then play Green Bay at Green Bay. You don't know what you're going to get. If Aaron Rodgers is there, tough game. Yeah. Then we play Denver. Not bad. Mm. Playing Seattle at home. Russell Wilson's always dangerous. Yeah. Then we get our bye week, and we play at Cleveland. That, Cleveland yeah. kicked the shit out of us yeah. in the playoffs. So. Cleveland ain't joke no more. Then we get Chicago. Yeah. Got good defense. They got Justin Fields coming in. They're not bad. They made playoffs last year. They're not I mean, bad. They're not world beaters. It's not. not that's not horrible, but it's, you know, I'd say Pittsburgh should have the edge in that game, but it's close. Then we play Detroit. They should beat Detroit. Play at the Chargers. That's a tough game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert lit it up last year, and we have to travel. Yeah, that is a cool stadium, too. Yeah, well, and plus we're playing at L.A., which means we have to travel from East Coast to West Coast, which is like historically teams just do bad. Well, I think also when you show up and you're – and your stadium isn't that great, and you see their stadium, it just kind of hurts your heart. Then you play – we play at Cincinnati again. Um, and here's the stretch. This is where it gets tough. Last six weeks of the season, okay. playing Baltimore at home. Ugh. And we're playing at Minnesota. Ugh. Then we're playing Tennessee at home. Ugh. Then we're playing at Kansas City. Ugh. Got Cleveland again at home. <laughs> and then at Baltimore. Oh, Jesus. That's how we wrap up the season. Oh, God. They're just trying to get Ben to retire. That's a tough stretch right there. Um, I mean, I, Minnesota's not uh, – they're not great. They could beat us, though. That's for sure, uh, play, especially playing at Minnesota. It's a Thursday night game. Uh, Tennessee seeing Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, to have fun it's not with fun. That. Have fun with that. And they got a great – they got a good quarterback, too. So we get to see Derrick Henry, and then we get to go play at Kansas City and see Patrick Mahomes. Back-to-back weeks. Then we come back home to Cleveland and then play at Baltimore. It's a tough stretch. The Pittsburgh's playoff chances will be determined in that last last six weeks. That's for sure. Uh, there's going to be some tough games in there. So if they don't have a good start to this season, which they have a lot of tough games, Buffalo, Green Bay, Seattle, Cleveland, uh, yeah, I could see them not making playoffs, which is – Disappointing <laughs> that Ben is coming back for this season, and we're getting dealt the like toughest schedule. Is it get, the toughest one in the in the in the league? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they. Uh, I saw it earlier. They ranked it as the top toughest schedule in the league. So. Good luck. <sighs> Again, I, I, I we've already talked about it, but I've already said that I don't see Pittsburgh winning Super Bowl next year. No. Um, <laughs> we're wasting another year on that defense. That's great um with ben who's obviously passed his prime we have no backup plan uh they failed to draft a quarterback this year except for the guy that they signed as a free agent out of slippery rock i like that so um not too confident in that but tough schedule um just tough schedule we'll see what happens but not looking forward to it um I'm trying to turn the computer. All right. Um, anything else? 
Other than uh, the schedule, I mean, like we got we went over we went over just our team schedules. We're not going to go over everybody's schedule. Yeah, clearly not. I was yeah. going to pull this up because I forgot before we started this. Did you see the list of the top ten highest paid athletes? I did. Okay, Conor McGregor topped the list. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was how much did Mahomes get this year? Well, he, um, I don't think that kicks in until next year. Okay, so his money, he started getting his money next year. Yeah, because he, he didn't make the top ten. Is what I'm saying. It ain't going to top. 180 million. Well, I'm just saying Tom Brady is number nine with 76 million. Oh, and he'll probably beat that. The reason why he got that, though, was in his contract, there were all these bonuses if he performed. Yeah. It's like he was going to get paid okay, but he goes, if I do this much, you know, passing yards, touchdowns, I get a bonus. If I get us to the playoffs, I get a bonus. If we win the Super Bowl, I get a bonus. So, like, he checked all those boxes. Then you got a soccer player, nobody gives a shit. You got Roger Federer, 90 million, don't give a shit. You know, soccer player, 95, don't give a shit. LeBron James, I'm passed by that. Dak Prescott, 107.5 million for him to play three games last season. Um, soccer player, 120 million. Okay, that makes you no sense. You said Tom Brady was on there. What? Nine, 76 million. I mean, Mahomes signed a 10-year, $450 million contract. So, I mean, that breaks down to $45 million a year. I thought it was $500 million. I thought that was the big deal because it was $500 million. I don't know why I said it. It may have, like uh, like you said, with uh, bonuses and stuff like that. It may make it up, upwards of that. Yeah, but Connor, number one, $180 million last so year. So, that puts him – I mean, Patrick Mahomes making $45 million a year, and then you got – Throw in endorsements and stuff. I know he's got like a Bose commercial that I see all the time. Um, I'm sure he's got other endorsements and stuff like that. So he probably can push close to the top 10. Yeah, and he's going to do it consistently. Yeah. And um, Connor's at the top 180 million because all of his side deals. Well, not- he, he sold, uh, I think 100 million of that was him selling proper 12. Yeah. So it, it wasn't from actual. It was athletes that made money. I know. Is I, what know. I understand, from. but yeah, it made eighty million from, or roughly eighty million from fighting and fighting related. Dude made a hundred million dollars selling that that whiskey. He made a hundred million dollars a couple years ago fighting Mayweather. Dude, just he say what you want. As I said, when he fights Poirier, I pick Poirier in that fight. If Connor wins, I'll be elated. But I don't. I think his best days are behind him. But that dude knows how to make money. Yeah, uh, obviously, uh, I, he had a whole lot. He had a lot of things like proper twelve. He's he's in all sorts of things. He's got like a uh, like apparel company and stuff. Um, so he's bringing in money from all over the place, and that's the money that that is on the books. We're not talking about like his dealings with. I don't want to say that IRA, but <laughs> <laughs> but I refuse to believe that every dime that dude makes is legitimate. I refuse to believe. That everything is on the up and up with that. And I love that guy, but there's no way he doesn't have some dirty money somewhere. He's going to, when we find out he has like a bunch of car washes, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's where that shit's being laundered. I don't know. We just went <laughs> off on something. I remember reading that. And, I, and then you brought up Mahomes, and I was like, wait a minute, Mahomes wasn't even on the top 10. Yeah. I, and like I said, I think that money kicks in next year. So still, he might not make it. That's weird, though, isn't it? That you sign the biggest contract and well, at least uh, NFL history. Yeah, but it's, too, I mean, a lot of that stuff is endorsements and everything. Yeah, I know. But, and you would think he would have more endorsements, too. Oh, he might. Who, 
Like, the hell knows? Let's see what let's see what Mahomes has. How does Mahomes not have his own shoe? Seriously, like I know football players aren't really known for getting their own shoe as much as basketball players and stuff like that, but there's certain athletes. Oh, he did have an endorsement deal with Hunt's Ketchup because they interviewed him one time and they were like asked him like if what he puts on his steak and he said ketchup. Oh, and Hunt's Ketchup said, "Here's all the money." He puts ketchup on yes. a steak. Yeah. What's wrong with him? Yeah. Uh, like people look at you funny if you put steak sauce on us. But you know, well, there's one other guy that puts ketchup on a steak, but we're not going to bring him up right now because people might get mad. Yeah. You don't know who I'm talking about? Donald Trump puts ketchup <laughs> on a steak <laughs> and he gets that steak well done. No, I didn't know that. He he fucks up every way that you're supposed to eat a steak. Um. Okay, I mean, he's got endorsement deals. Oh, that's right. Uh, Oakley, Essential Water, Hy-Vee, State Farm, DirecTV, Adidas, Head & Shoulders. Oh, that's pretty messed up. As now, he's estimated to earn a pro- oh, he's earning approximately seven million dollars per year. So even with still low, if that's the case, I mean, that puts him at fifty-two million dollars a year. Good for him. He's winning. Yeah, I still say he shouldn't have got married, but because I tell you this, that lady right there, five years from now, she's getting half of that ketchup money. <laughs> Just to catch up money. Just to catch up money. She took that person. It's yeah. like, no, they looked at their jerseys and it's like, hey man, dude, look at your jersey. You wanna you wanna hawk some ketchup? <laughs> um <laughs> we can talk about this also happened. Uh the Jacksonville Jaguars did get a new player. Um Shut fuck. God <laughs> damn. Yeah, they did. The Jacksonville Jaguars decided to sign a Tim Tebow. Sign a team, Tim Tebow, a like Tim there's more Tebow. than one of them. A Tim Tebow to a deal, uh, as a tight end, which everyone ca- told him coming out of college. They were like, "Hey, you want to be a tight end? No, I'm gonna be a quarterback. I want to be a quarterback. I want to be, be a quarterback." So, when you were coming out of college, you're going to the NFL, and you're in your like athletic prime for a football player, and he was, and it still is a freak. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. No doubt he's still athletic. But Jesus freak. He's he's been out of the league for like six or seven years now. Out at least. Yeah. At least seven. It might wow. be eight. It's been a minute. So okay. they're they're now signing him as a tight end. Coming out of college, could he make him a tight end? Uh, who knows? Maybe. I always thought like more of like a fullback. Who? Tebow? Tebow. Play oh. fullback or like an H back role. Um Maybe I don't. I don't. Can he catch? Who the hell knows? Okay, here's the deal with Timbo. With Timbo. Timbo. <laughs> what up, Timbo Brewer at back forty? <laughs> uh, no, uh, Tim Tebow is. I've always couldn't stand this guy. Just with every fiber of my being, I was like, we get it, we get it, mm-hmm. we understand you're a religious man. Okay, and that's your choice. You do whatever you want. Is when he when him and his family bought the airtime during the Super Bowl to preach to people. For that's when I drew the line on him. But when he was coming out of Florida, um, where I was working at the time, we would, you know, break break time was always either dead silence or somebody arguing about college football. That's and usually that meant I had my earbuds in and I don't care. I don't care what these old guys have to say about roll tide and cold beer. I don't give a shit. 
they're tough, but they love Tim Tebow. They're all like you cut. You, I mean, they're all like hardcore saving and Bear Bryant and all this. But Tim Tebow, he's all right. I don't like Florida. You want me to talk like him? I don't like Florida, but that Tim Tebow, that's a man of God. I was like, I'm sitting there listening, just rolling my eyes. You probably hear it on the audio when I roll my eyes. Goddamn. Okay. All right. And uh, but they were talking about him, and I'll say this: I'll be like, listen, I don't watch college. I don't give a shit. But he ain't gonna make it in the NFL. And they're like, you're crazy. I said, I'm telling you, he won't. Not as a quarterback. I said this shit like everybody else. I said, if he'll come in as a tight end, he could go down as the greatest tight end of all time because he's that good of an athlete, and he and he's a winner. Like. He really is. Like he's one of those. Sure. He's one of those people that they just they just win. That's that's what they do. Um, but he doesn't want to play quarterback. And they're like, he'll do fine. I said, I watch. And sure enough, he did okay. He didn't do great. Like when he went to playoffs with with Denver, it wasn't because of him. It was because their defense, right? Like yeah, he, uh, he, he, did, he he did all right. He did okay. He did better than um, uh, Tua. <laughs> he did better than Tua. Um, but bring him back now is is what'd you say? It's basically um is the coach just giving his friend money? Yeah, this is just Urban Meyer is the coach of Jacksonville. Urban Meyer was the coach of Florida when Tim Tebow was there. He basically just gave his friend a free payday. I think and look, it's no risk. The Jacksonville Jaguars, here's what they're gonna get out of this. If he plays well, okay, great, cool. If he don't, they're gonna sell a shitload of jerseys. Oh yeah. They're gonna sell a shitload of Tim Tebow merch. Well, it's, it's like um um who else like Cam Newton with the deal he did with New England? It's like nobody there's win win. Yeah. Bring They're not in. paying them any. I mean, last year they didn't pay him like a million dollars. I mean, it was something crazy. Yeah. And if he plays good, okay. If he doesn't, okay. Like we didn't pay him a whole lot of money. I think he could still be a serviceable tight end, even now. Maybe I will hate on that guy forever, but I'm not gonna say that he wasn't gifted, that he's not gifted. Um, but the, the controversy is he's in, but Kaepernick's not. And then somebody from Jacksonville came out and said, we want somebody that will unite the locker room, not divide them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm all for, like, I wouldn't have brought Tim Tebow in, but that's not me. I'm not signing the checks either. They're giving him a tryout. They are. They'll, they'll see. Um, I, don't, I don't. Oh, he's still got a tryout. He's not on the team right now. Probably not. No, he probably they'll have like training camp and everything. He might make the roster. He'll have to make the fifty-three man cut. I think he will. Maybe, maybe. I, I, like, like I said, he's been out of football for seven years. Yeah, but I mean, athletes have only gotten better. They have, but you're asking him just to play tight end. I think he could do it. Let's see who the tight who the Jaguars have a tight end. I don't think they know who they have a tight end. I mean. Who would be Jacksonville Jaguars tight end 2021? Furthermore, Jags will give Tim Tebow a shot to make the team as tight end. Um, Jacksonville also added Luke Farrell. Okay, they brought back James O'Shaughnessy, Chris Manhurt. Okay, there's nobody there. Okay, so he might make he might make the roster. That dude's name is Manhurt. Manhurts. Oh shit, Chris he needs, Manhurts. He needs to take the. He needs to take the end of it and just be man hurt. So yeah, they have O'Shaughnessy, Manhurts, Farrell, and Tebow. That's a pretty weak tight end room. That's what I'm saying. He'll make the team. Tim Tebow might be the best athlete in that room. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. We got to remember who what team it is. The thing is, you you don't know if he can catch. I'm pretty sure he's he an can. athlete. I'm he can sure. catch a football. Can he catch it in an NFL game? He's not going to be a Larry Fitzgerald. 
but I'm sure he can catch. He's also, I mean, tight ends at this point have gone to like six foot six guys. Well, he might not even be a prime target. He might just be blocking. Let's see. Tebow six three. I dude, I, he can do it. It uh, he should have done it initially from the draft. He should've should have after his like short stint with the Broncos playing quarterback. As soon as they were like, mm, see ya, he should have just swapped the tight end. Yeah. He bounced around the league for a minute, went to the Jets, trying to play quarterback and stuff. You can't play quarterback for the Jets. Time to swap positions. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Again, like I said, I don't like the guy, but if you're good, I'll say you're good. Just like with, with Kaepernick, Kaepernick could play quarterback. On a on a crappy team, he could start as quarterback, but you're you're inheriting all kinds of other shit. Timbo, oh, Timbo, Timbo you like that. It, it it's uh, Tebow. You're you're inheriting some annoying things, but nothing that's going to break the the locker room up. It's just like, really, we're going to bring this guy in, but he could help you. I mean, your team's trash to begin with. That's the thing. So he can't hurt it. So I don't know. I mean, it's, we'll see what happens. It's interesting, but you are right. Urban Meyer just gave his buddy money. Let's see if they announce the contract numbers. I mean, it's got to be like a veteran minimum. It's not a lot of money. It's not crazy. It can't be. Tebow hasn't appeared in an NFL game since 2012. It's been 10 years. Oh, wait. (laughs) Since he he played like a game. He's been in, uh, he was with the Eagles in 2015. That's still seven years since he's been on an NFL roster. And he's still played more on the field than A.J. McCarron. Almost, yeah. Uh, $700,000 $700,000 is what they're thinking his base salary is So it's be. not crazy. They'll they'll sell way more than that in jerseys. Yeah, and he should get a percentage of that, but that's what I would do. I'd say, don't pay me that much, but I would do it like Brady. Like, uh, pay me on my performance or on merch. Yeah, I, hell, he might start. Who the hell knows? Um, on that team, yes. Yeah, after looking at their, their tight end room, it's, it's brutal. So... We'll see. They're gonna sell a shitload of jerseys. Um, they'll make their money back. It's a it's a win win for them. So, okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Urban Meyer loves him. I did but get- dude, if he gets if there's a clip of him just getting annihilated from from some player annihilating him with a hit, oh, it's gonna be on repeat. <laughs> I heard he was gonna wear number eighty one to honor his friend Aaron Hernandez. You're making that up. <laughs> he was a killer teammate though. Dude, what if he comes out, we blow him 81. Do it. <laughs> Dude, would you call that a shot across the bow? Or would you? I don't know. I don't want to get hung up on that. <laughs> Let's take a break real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> um, no, I was gonna I was gonna talk NBA, but I was gonna tell this. So like last Sunday was Mother's Day, right? Mm-hmm. And I was gonna take mom to go out to eat, right? Whatever. And I'm not gonna go into all the shit with her because we just don't get along. But I'm like begrudgingly going, "Do you want food? Get in the car, and we're gonna go get food." And I know it's Mother's Day. I get it. I understand it's a made up holiday. People lose their mind over this shit. But I didn't realize how stupid 
it was with people in this town until I tried to take her out. So like, if you had this awesome relationship with your parent, you get through it, you laugh about it or whatever. And me and her, we just, we just don't, uh, is that's not going to happen. We're not going to be like, ah, you're funny. I love hanging out with you. It's like, God damn, I'm ready to go home. So, uh, she, I said, where do you want to go? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And she goes, let's go to Longhorn. So I said, okay, let's go to Longhorn. I said, stay in the car. I'm going to go put her name in. We're going to wait wherever we go. We know that. Mm-hmm. Going to Longhorn. He said, be an hour and 15 minutes. I said, okay. All right. Gave him my phone number and all that. Go get back in the car. I was like, is there any else, where else you want to go? Cause we're going to go wherever has the shortest wait. Or if you really want to go here, we'll go here. She said, what is that? I said, hour and 15 minutes. She goes, okay, let's go try red lobster. I said, okay. So we drive down not far and I look across the street and across the street from that is a seafood restaurant called top of the river. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life, Justin. I haven't, I've never seen nothing. Not only was the parking lot full, but there was a line of cars going through the cars. Like it was people. It was absurd. Mm-hmm. Top of the river. Okay. I agreed. It's Okay. I mean, I enjoy People it. lose their damn minds over that. Jesus Christ. I mean, I've never seen nothing like that ever. And I've never seen, I have never it's seen. like that every Sunday. I've never seen it that packed ever in my, all my years being in this town. So we pull in Red Lobster. I stay in the car. I'll go, I'll go find out. So I walk up there and there's people outside. I was like, okay, there's going to be a way. I walk in and I'm behind this, uh, this lady. She's talking to the hostess. And I hear the hostess say, it'd be about a two and a half hour wait. And I look, and there's some younger girl behind me, in like her 20s or something. She's right behind me. I look at her. I don't know who she is. I look at her, and I said, "I normally, normal people would turn around and walk out, but I'm not going to do that. I walk up. She goes, how many, sir? I said, two. She goes, well, it's about two and a half hour wait. I said, I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> and she looked at me. I said, fuck that. And I turned around and walked away. And that, that girl, I don't know, said, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> And we walk out and I tell that girl, I was like, so what is it? If I go across the street, is it like the waiting is what, month? Probably. Two and a half hours for Red Lobster. If you wait two and a half hours for Red Lobster, whatever bad happens in your life, you deserved it. I, I ain't waiting two and a half hours for anything. Nothing. Nothing is that like, good. There's one place on this planet that I would be willing to do it because of the stories. And that's uh, Franklin's Barbecue in Texas. I would wait. A couple hours on that just because that's part of the gimmick is that you wait in line all day and they serve until they're done and everybody knows been there and ate there they're saying it's the best in the world i would do it just for the gimmick of that place but i ain't waiting two and a half hours for, for red, red lobster. lobster the biscuits ain't that good they're not they're okay you can buy them at walmart now what you can buy them at walmart where like the frozen food section have you tried them no oh fuck they're not that good <laughs> Well, I got to try them. Okay. I didn't know you could do that. I think so. Fuck yeah. I think that's a thing. Hell yeah. Anyway, so that was that. I just had to tell you that. Two and a half hours. And, and she was not amused by me saying, I just wanted to hear you say it. She didn't like that. But what are you going to do? So we just walked out, got in the car, said, it's Longhorn. She goes, why? It's two and a half hours. She goes, oh God. I was like, we're going back to Longhorn. Just whatever. You know, it'd be funny if you just went around to all the restaurants and just put your name on every list. <laughs> and then just never went back. It's like that. Uh, and that way they just have to. That's just another person on the list. They keep just backing the time up. They're like, yeah, it's going to be three hours now. Yeah. It's like that uh, Mitch Hedberg joke. He goes, I was in a, I was in a restaurant the other day. And they said, Dufresne, party of two. Dufresne, party two. Nobody came up. 
So you're like, Johnson, party three. I said, wait a minute. What about the Dufresne's? <laughs> People are missing. <laughs> they could be in the back of somebody's trunk right now. They could be dead. We don't know. <laughs> I miss that dude. Yeah. Um, but no, I was. I told you. I said, "There's, there's honestly a lot of shit in the NBA right now. And one of them is the MVP race. If you got any kind of ESPN, that's what you're hearing about." And so I pulled up all the players that are in this race, who all they're talking about. And I'm looking at the numbers and and looking at their wins and stuff. And some of them I get, and some of them that aren't even in the running I don't get. So like the top three, like right off the top of your head, is Jokic, Embiid. And Curry. That's the main three everybody's talking about. But the only thing is, Embiid, is, he's missed 19 games. So you can't be MVP if you miss – how many games they play? 60-something? They didn't play 82. They're not yeah, it's playing. a shortened season, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, so you missed almost 20 games. You missed a third of the season. Yes. You can't get MVP no. like that. And not saying he's not great. Even if you're averaging good numbers and everything, it's just a smaller sample size. Yeah, and your numbers are going to be kind of inflated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his numbers, I, I made sure to get everybody's numbers just because that's important. But he's uh, 28.8 points a game, 10.6 rebounds, 2.9 assists. That's yeah. MVP numbers. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then another name I keep hearing about is Chris Paul. Because I told you somebody came up with the idea that every year he should go to a shitty team and that it would be a reality show. Is like Chris Paul, like trying to bring your team back from uh, make them actually good. Every season of the show is him going to a shitty team. Just going to the last year's dead last team. Chris Paul goes to that team. Yeah, and that's the show. He's yeah. saying that if he can turn them around. But I mean, he, he the Suns aren't going to win as much without him. But I was kind of shocked when I pulled up his numbers. Is sixteen point four, four point four rebounds, eight point nine assists. It's not crazy, but. They win. So, I don't know. He won't get MVP, but the people that know want this dude to get MVP. Um, but the the number that – the guy that I just don't – and I understand the team sucks and they're not winning, but nobody is putting Westbrook in the conversation. Hell, he averages a triple-double like every year now. This is the fifth year that he's averaging a triple-double for the season. And before – when he did it the first time, it was – the first time in how long? It was Oscar Robinson was the yes. last guy to do it. Yes. So it'd been a long time. The big O was the last guy to do it. And everybody made like that was because back back in the old back in the day, people would say that a lot of people would say Oscar Robinson's the GOAT because he averaged triple double in a in a season. And hey, I was like, no, he's not the GOAT, but he's he's historically great. All these years. And I get it. Now triple doubles aren't as rare. This dude, this is fifth season, averaging triple-double. He's averaging 22.2 points, 11.5 rebounds, which is great. He's not the biggest guy. 11.7 assists a game, and nobody's bringing him up. Like, he's having monster game after monster game. Their team sucks. There's no getting around it. You can't get MVP if your team's horrible. But, my God, dude, how is he not in – you, I'll tell you something else that I don't have pulled up here. When he did have his MVP season, when he got a triple-double right mm-hmm. for the season, the next two seasons, he was barely in the top ten in the MVP, MVP voting. And that three seasons in a row, he averaged a triple-double. So the first season got him an MVP, and then after that, they forgot about him. Yeah. Um, the guy that I would give it to oh, – 
MVP is a stat-driven award. Yeah, and your team has to win, too. It's not – if you took this guy off this team, would they be terrible? They're already terrible if you take Westbrook off that mm-hmm. team. If Westbrook's on the team, they're terrible. If they take him off the team, he's terrible. Who I think should be the MVP is Steph Curry. Steph Curry is putting up, like, what, 10 threes a night? You're – where you're seeing historical stuff from Westbrook, because you are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like Westbrook. I don't get it, to be honest with you, but a lot of people don't like him. He's doing historical shit every goddamn night. Curry has just hammered it home. He's the greatest shooter ever lived. Mm-hmm. If you take Curry, okay, Golden State's in the playoffs. Barely, but they're in there. Barely. And it's you, just from him. If you take Curry off that team. No way. They're the worst team in the league. I wouldn't Close. say they're in the running for worst team in the league. It's just he's played lots. That's what I'm saying. Every night I'm saying that dude's making like 10 threes a night, he which was, is like unheard of. He's doing 31.8 points a game. He's first. He'll probably get the scoring title this year. Mm-hmm. 5.5 rebounds, 5.7 assists, right? Um, I don't know what that stat is, uh, but that's irrelevant. Is that there for a minute? There was like a 10 or 15-game stretch. His three-point percentage was better than the league's mid-range percentage. Do you know that? The league's mid-range mid-range precision uh, percentage was forty-three percent. He was shooting between forty-four and forty-five percent from three-point range for ten to fifteen games, and just throwing up stupid shit and is going in. That's the thing. That's what I was about to say is that he is like getting fouled and just like throwing the ball up and it goes in. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think I said a couple weeks ago, I said that coaches, high school coaches and grade school coaches are telling their players, stop doing this shit because Steph can do that. Normal people can't. This was in April. There's an article Warrior Steph Curry hits three, 10 three-pointers in back-to-back games for the second time in his career. And I think, like – He sealed the game yesterday, didn't he, with a three? I think just this year – this uh, this is old, like I said, but I think he's had 11 games with 10 three-pointers. That's, that's ridiculous. I mean, he holds the record for most of the game, right, with like 16? I, I'm sure. I mean, uh, it's insane what he's doing. Uh, the – from the three-point line. Like you said, he's pretty much solidified himself as the greatest shooter of all time. Now, that's the thing where this comes in is, now if the game's on the line, like it's game seven of the NBA Finals, right? You got three seconds to take a shot. You only get, you can pick whoever you want in NBA history to take the shot. Curry's not a bad choice, but that's not the choice I'd pick. Yeah. Who would you pick? Game's on the line, game seven. Championships on the line. You got three seconds. Anybody is going to get to take that shot. I know who I'd pick. Who are you going to be? Michael Jordan? Bird. Okay. That's who I would pick. I think the most clutch guy in the history of the NBA was Bird. I think uh, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if the game's on the line, you need a three-pointer, I'm picking Bill Lambert. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, There's a lot to pick from. 
I mean, you could go all the way and say Ray You're Allen. Just thinking, I was going to say Ray Allen or like any of the greatest three-point shooters. Like, I mean. It's the most consistent. Go out on, say, Kyle Korver. What? Kyle Korver. <laughs> okay. Hey, dude, he's up there on the three-point list. I he mean. is. But, I mean, like, when you're talking about the game, like, the biggest stage of them all, games on the line. Kobe Bryant. It's not a bad choice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. That's not a bad choice. It comes down to personal preference is what it comes down to. I would pick Bird. Even being a Jordan guy, I would pick Bird just because that dude just – there was nobody believed in themselves as much as he did. Um, in today's league, it would be between Curry and Luka. Yeah. So – but the number one guy right now is – what, you want to say something else, man? No. The, the number one leading more than likely going to get is Jokic. Mm-hmm. And I saw this. And I saw everybody kind of pissed about this. And then you look at it and you're like, why is everybody mad at this? I don't understand why everybody's mad at this. Well, I saw one of the uh, the guys on ESPN or one of these sports talk shows saying that they don't talk about him for MVP because it's boring. Utah Jazz, him, boring. So that's why they don't bring it up. Yeah. Sorry, Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about Sorry. to say. Nuggets, yes. Yeah. He's very boring. There's I, no getting around it. When I thought boring, I thought immediately of Utah Jazz. How does he not play for Utah? Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Denver Nuggets, him, boring. That's He's, what they – Without question, the best center in the world. Yeah. Deadly as shit. You want him on your team, but he is boring. He's like a bigger version of Tim Duncan to me is what he reminds me of. Kind of. I, I think he's in the same deal as like a – like a bigger, thicker version of Tim Duncan. But he's averaging 26.5, 10.9, 8.4. I mean, he's doing everything out there. Dude can shoot your shoot your lights out, rebound. You do, I mean, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about this, and they're like, they don't think he should get MVP. And I'm like, why would you say no? Because I get with Curry. Curry's got the hype behind him. He's doing this – Shit's never been done before. Westbrook's doing shit that's never been done before. But other than that, who else are you going to argue? I'm not going to put him – I'm not going to put Embiid over Jokic. Look at me talking shit about the Utah Jazz and they're number one in the West. Yeah, they're, they're good. <laughs> but they are boring as shit. I mean, I'm just saying that city is boring as shit. Everybody knows it. I mean, they live there. They know that. Don't fight me. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, the Nuggets, they're 46-24, so they're winning. They're fourth in the, the West. They're in the playoffs. Um, obviously, Jokic is – I mean, trying to pull up. But, yeah, I mean, if you take him off that team, Denver Nuggets are terrible. Then another one you got to bring up there, every year is Giannis. All right, he two-time, two-time MVP in a row. Um, this year he's got 28.4, 11 rebounds. 5.9 assists a game. I mean, he's going to be running everywhere, but he ain't going to get MVP because they've already gave it to him two years in a row. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to because of fatigue, I guess. Giannis fatigue. Um, James Harden is another one that without him, the Nets aren't winning. I don't care who's on that team. Like, Kyrie's great. Yeah, when, but when they're all out. They're, everybody's out every other day for this. That's what I'm saying. They're not in the running because they barely play. Yeah, Kyrie's out every, every couple weeks. KD's out. I mean, everybody's out. Um, Damian Lillard's in the conversation, too. 28.9, 4.2, and 7.5. Um, another one that it won't get it, but he's in the talk, is uh, Julius uh, Randle. Yeah, for the Knicks. 
Yes. Like he's putting single handedly like resurrected the Knicks. By his goddamn self, he's mm-hmm. turned this into a winning team. Uh what it is he's going twenty four points a game, ten point two rebounds, five point nine assists. Um, just because his team is winning. Um, and then I'm just gonna run through them real quick. Um, like uh Luca, twenty three years old, keep that in mind. He's a freaking baby, right? Uh, 28 points a game, eight rebounds a game, 8.6 assists a game. I mean, he's right there with everybody else. And LeBron James, 25 points a game, 7.9 rebounds, 7.8 assists. But he's in the, LeBron's missed a ton of time no, this he's year. He's not even in the running. I just yeah. pulled him up because he's okay. the face of the league. Yeah. That's why I pulled him up. LeBron over here, he's on a bum ankle, but he's making TikTok videos, hip, hippity hoppity, hopping like a bunny or whatever the hell they're doing. And I have to see this from Bleacher Report or ESPN, whoever's sharing this, they're like, oh, watch this James family video. Um, Wait until the end to see LeBron. And I'm sitting here watching it. It's 10 seconds long. They're all dancing. And at the very last second, LeBron like bunny hops onto the screen. And I go, okay, why was that important? Um, it was literally nothing. It's fucking stupid. I could do that. That's you want to see me do that? That's some talk. Yes. Okay. I'm bloody hop right now. Put it on the past time rounds Twitter so yeah. nobody looks at it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's what's the Taco Tuesday bullshit? Yeah. It's like yeah, you got a bum ankle. You're, you're, and there's another thing. I didn't bring it up, but I'll bring it up now. It is him bitching about the play in shit? Did you see that yeah. a couple weeks ago? He's bitching about it. How might have talked about it on here? I don't remember what day it is half the time. He's saying he said that the whoever came up with this system needs to be fired. Even though last year, somebody brought up his quote from last year, he was all for the play and playing system because their team was freaking didn't have to do it. Yeah. Now his team might have to. I don't, I don't think they're gonna have to, but uh, they're close. They're yeah, they're and, on the fringe. And everybody's saying is like they're better off getting in the playoffs. They don't want to do that play in shit. Because I think they'll play the Warriors. Yeah, and this, and, and we know that guy's gonna light you up. Mm-hmm. And if you got a, a soft ankle, you don't know what AD is gonna do. You need both of those guys if you want to win a championship. You need both of them. And he's doing TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just, I've had it with him. I'm, it's going to be a thing. I'm, t- I'm sorry, Justin. It's coming every week. It's gonna be how did LeBron piss West off this mm-hmm. week? You know, talk about how the NBA is soft as shit. Hey, indulge me. Um, the other day, Luca got ejected, which they're on like a witch hunt on Luca. Like he's getting teed up like every night. Yeah. Um, over nothing, nothing really. Not really. Um, they played the the Cavs the other night. Uh, Colin Sexton, they went in for a rebound. Colin Sexton kind of ran into Luca's back, kind of gave him a little shove. Um, Luca kind of turned around quickly. Um, and put somewhat a, out of control. Put a forearm into him. Um. Threw his arm back um, as he turned around and kind of hit Colin Sexton in the groin. It Colin was, Sexton didn't react like it hurt him. It was more of a chest, um, stomach. But anywho, they slowed it down. They watched the replay. They they gave him technical. They ejected him from the game. And I'm going I, NBA soft shit. I can't get behind this. They were, that's what that's what they were talking about ESPN. Everybody's like, this is why everybody says our league is soft. It's because of this shit. You slow it down, you look at it, and you go, okay, he hit him. He did. He did. I don't think it was intentional. I don't think he was trying to hit him. Yeah. Like, I, I think he just turned around quickly. He was frustrated. He huh? didn't. Yeah. 
it was frustrations. What? Because I judge it. If you watch the video, I judge it by his face. When he turned around, his teeth are kind of gritty. He's like, I mean, he didn't say this. I'm not quoting what he says, but this is basically what he did. He turned around, motherfucker. Yeah. Like that. He didn't haul off and punch him in the dick. No. I mean, <laughs> I wish he would. I, he, all he did, he flung his arm around as he like turned around. Because he's angry, but somebody just ran in and punched him in the back. I wish he would have hit a knee and then speed bag that shit. <laughs> just, <laughs> but both hands. Like, la, 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 and he yeah. stands up, looks at the camera, I'm superstar. <laughs> I'm so, Luca. I saw that and I'm going, okay, when you slow it down and you look at it that way, and I guess you don't take into account what happened before. I don't <sighs> I don't know why they're they're concentrating on this dude. I don't know. And like, and on the flip side is like, you got the Pelicans people coming out saying that they're not officiating Zion right because he's getting hammered every time he goes in the lane. They're treating him like Shaq's what they're doing. They're coming out and makes them look bad by saying, hey, you guys aren't calling fouls for Zion like you're calling for everybody else. Him, Luca and Zion are the new, are the future faces of the league, right? And they're just teeing them up. I mean, like, one of them, they're letting him get the shit beat out of him. The other one, they're taking him left and right. That's the thing. You're taking one of your young stars that could be the face of the league soon, very soon, and you're taking him off the floor. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I, I think I think a lot of it, this is my conspiracy part coming out, my, coming out here, but I think a lot of it is, if not even intentionally, subconsciously, the refs and the people that run the league are like, all right, we've got to knock him down a peg. He's a baby. He's 23 years old. He's too good. we got to knock him down a peg. Zion is like, you can't call everything because, you know, the dude's a monster. But you're like, okay, so if he drives the lane and he gets smacked, no foul. LeBron does it. It doesn't even get touched. Yeah, it's foul. You send him to the line, he's going to act like – it's gonna look like the JFK footage. Uh, if you if you can foul LeBron hard, you might get executed by an NBA ref. They'll take you in the back. You know what it'll be like? They'll um, put you down. No, they won't execute you. It'll be like that scene from Casino when they catch the guys uh, cheating and they take them in the back and goes, "Are you a righty or lefty? Can you shuffle with your left hand?" He goes, "No." Then they just get that hammer and they're bah, bah, bah. <laughs> They bring the other guy in. He's like, "You can take the money or you can take the hammer. What do you want? I want." I want, no, no, you can leave or you can take the money, but you're taking the hammer. What do you want? He goes, I'm out. That's what's going to happen. You foul LeBron too bad. He's in the back crying. Go, that was the guy. That was the guy right there. And they're like, put your hand down. Yeah. But they're not going to hit it with a hammer. They're taking a finger. It's like the Yakuza. It's like they're going to take, they go, which one do you, are you least attached to? <laughs> There's some backroom shit going on there. Yeah. Uh, but it, well, I'll tell you somebody that yeah, took in the back room was, did you ever see that clip? It's, it's old now, but that clip where somebody's filming and they're walking to the back and LeBron walks <laughs> and somebody, some lady just yells like, what's it like to be a pussy ass bitch? <laughs> and he looks and yeah. the security's like, watch your mouth, lady. <laughs> watch your mouth, lady. <laughs> she got taken to the back. Yeah. She's missing a pinky. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to make me leave the building? The game's over. <laughs> Pussy ass bitch. I'm leaving anyway. That's what she should have done. He's watch your mouth, lady. What? I just called him pussy ass bitch. <laughs> anyway, so there is one more thing. Jokic is probably going to get it, but there's there's four people that could get it and you can't be mad about it is what I'm saying. 
The other thing is, is we know three of the people that's going in the Hall of Fame this year, and I didn't realize I knew one of them, but I didn't know the other two were going in with him. And I was like, we got to talk about that. You got Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and Kobe Bryant all going in the Hall of Fame, same class. Strong class. That's a strong class. Strong class. It's 11 championships. I don't know how many all-star appearances. I don't know how many MVPs. Kevin Garnett, mostly known for his role in Uncut Gems. Is he in that movie? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Is it good? It's all right. Everybody says, it's okay. it's, everybody says it's amazing. Yeah, it's okay. I'll watch it. I didn't know I didn't know the dragon. I didn't know he was in there. I didn't realize the past couple of years how big of how bad he was as a trash talker. I didn't know that. Like all these Kevin Garnett stories have been coming out the past couple of years. And I'm like, man, he's great. Uh, Tim Duncan never opened his mouth and quietly is one of the greatest players that ever played the game. Mm-hmm. Like he's in the GOAT debate. Believe it or not, that dude's in the GOAT debate. And then you got Kobe. He's all right. <laughs> he did some stuff. He did a few things. Yeah. He did he did a couple of things out there. And then and MJ is the one going to induct him. And then I thought I was at the gym today and I was like, all right, so MJ is inducting him. Who's going to induct LeBron? And I thought it would be some – LeBron. More than likely, he'll induct himself. He'll but do a TikTok video. I was going to say some representative from China is going to induct him. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that should be brought up because I was like, that's a strong three right there. Yeah. You can do a lot worse. How many people get inducted? It's, don't it know. changes, don't it? I think it varies every year. Who, There's who not gets a set that? number, right? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so, but um, – yeah, I know it's got to be five years after you retired, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be something like that. So all these dudes, I'm assuming, are first ballot. If they're not, then there's something wrong. But and like and, and when you look at the champ, I said eleven championships. Only one of those championships is from Garnett, right? He only won one with the Celtics, correct? It's not his fault because that was another thing I didn't know. I watched somebody on YouTube made like a 25, 30 minute documentary about how bad it was for him in Minnesota. I didn't know. Dude, you see what Aaron Rodgers is having problems with Green Bay? It's very much like when you see what the the GM and the owners and all that did to Kevin Garnett, it's very close. They did not want to help this guy. This guy's probably one of the best defensive players of his generation. They didn't want to help him. Okay, hold on. The Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant were the class of 2020. Then why are they all over ESPN? Because they're inducting them at the same time. They never did the in, the enshrining. Okay, so it does. It got COVID and everything. It got bounced back. So they're enshrining two classes this year. Okay, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. Okay, still a good class though. Yeah, it's still a, a happy accident. So all these guys go in at the same time. Let's see. Did anybody else go in? It's, it's you forgot. Good. There's more. Who else? Tamika Catchings. Huh? <laughs> oh, that's one of them WNBA. What did I put? I said the professional layup league, <laughs> and it promptly got deleted. You you forgot Barbara Stevens too. The fuck? It's it's fucking remarkable that they're actually going to bring those names up with the three I just said. Yeah, <laughs> that's remarkable uh, that you guys are trying that hard. Here's the class of 2021 finalists. Um, I don't. I guess these are just final. These are finalists. They're not, uh, I guess, for sure getting enshrined. Uh, I'll just do the players: Chris Bosh, okay, Michael Cooper, okay, 
Tim Hardaway. Oh, my man. Marquise Johnson. Okay. Paul Pierce. Okay. Ben Wallace. Okay. Chris Weber. Shit. And then Bill Russell as a coach. Okay. Russell then, was enshrined as a player. And then on top of that, you got Duncan Garnett and Coke. Jesus Christ. So that'll be like a 2020, 2021 enshrinement. That's all. Dude, when I was a kid, I loved me some Tim Hardaway. I love me some. Dude, that was, that was my number when I played. When I was real, when I was real young, I had number ten because of, you don't remember the commercials and shit. So he had a, a sneaker that had the straps. It was ugly as shit, but the thing was, I got skills. I got skills. So like, I'll try to do my fat ass, try to do that crossover, <laughs> <laughs> and then like I'm saying, I got skills. That's cool <laughs> shit though. That's a that's a solid. That's one hell of a class right there. Yeah. It definitely is. So tune in, watch that. And hell, they'll throw some WNBA players in there too. <laughs> they deserve to be in the same conversation as Kobe Bryant. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Bye.